Yeah, hold that, please. Level five, thank you. Ah, you must be one of our new interns. Yeah, hi. Nice to meet you. Hi. Now, the most important thing to know is to attend the Biparsal Rise plug sale. The most important thing is what? Sorry. The single most important thing is to attend the Channelized Bing Bingus at the Biparsal Rise plug sale, and you'll be fine. Uh, yeah, that sounds important. Does work chat all sound like gibberish to you? Find collaborative articles with tips from the LinkedIn community to help you get through those tricky conversations. Making work make sense? LinkedIn knows how. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hello and welcome to the following on podcast from TalkSport. I'm John Norman, where the TalkSport tour bus has arrived back in Colombo. A four-hour journey from the hills of Candy back to the capital, where England's wood is desperate to make his mark. Last summer in England, I was pretty hitty missy those games I did well games I didn't do so well I guess that's the nature of international cricket but when you get a chance you've got to try and keep your spot because you know those guys waiting in the wings so it's my turn this game to hopefully try and um, keep my spot more of that later as well as England spinner Moeen Ali who despite only facing one ball all tour has more than made his presence felt elsewhere we want to be a team that can win in all conditions all wickets and stuff like that and I think we are definitely going there I know it's been stop and start sort of series but uh, we can perform a little bit better than we have been done even in this series more moving to come as well as myself and Mark Butcher sampling the nasal delights of downtown Colombo and don't forget if you like what you hear be sure to subscribe to your favourite podcast app and stay up to date with all the news from England's tour of Sri Lanka you're listening to Following On So we come to downtown Colombo, Butch, uh, alongside me. You know, as a kid, Butch used to be... uh, What's that, lady? Hello! I love Kumar. I love Kumar. It's uh, just a random lady in the the fruit market, fruit and veg market, downtown Colombo. I was a tooting market man. What were you? Whitgift Centre? What what was your... uh, when, uh, when I was a kid, we grew up in, um, in Brixton. So we had, a, we had a flat on Brixton Hill, my mum and dad. Um, so we were always down in Brixton Market, underneath the, uh, underneath the railway arches down there. Brilliant place. Always had a load of um, you know, fantastic stuff from, uh, from West Indies, from Jamaica. Jamaican bun, gunda bread, um, you know, all sorts of brilliant hair products from my mum's, from my mum's afro hair. You know, it was just a, it was a great spot. So, Soul wax. Yeah, well, not exactly that. That was for me later when I was doing my Michael Jackson impersonations. <laughs> so what you're telling me is in about 30 years' time, this place will be full of uh, hipster coffee bars. <laughs> Gentrification will hit Colombo. As it stands, I mean, it's just a cacophony of noise. You can hear the buses to the left of us as we walk down the fruit and veg aisles here. We've, it's different, uh, different strands to this market, isn't it? We've walked through the... The, the dried fish area, which wasn't exactly your favourite part. Well, you know, I kind of, we, went, we had a bit of dinner at, um, at Kumar and Mahela's place in, uh, in town last night, and there may well have been one or two bottles of Sauvignon Blanc consumed, which means that the, uh, the, the nose and the senses are a tiny bit on the sensitive side this morning. So thanks for taking me down the, uh, 
the dried fish aisle. Um, the, the, dried, the, the dried fish aisle was hot on the hills of the industrial area, so it was petrol followed by dried fish. So it's a relief Mark Butcher who's alongside me as we walk past some, uh, some mango, uh, some, uh, some odd-shaped carrots. Some of the vegetables here, we asked uh, the guy behind the stall what they were, and after five minutes of asking and getting a very clear answer, we're still none the wiser. Um, let's talk a little bit about cricket, because, of course, England wrapped up the series in candy. Uh, we had uh, a four-hour journey. It was only 130 kilometres away. It took us all about four hours to get to Colombo. The fifth ODI at the Primadasa, and it's going to be a chance, Butch, for uh, England, you would have thought, to play some of the fringe players that will be hoping to make the kind of impact Ollie Stone and Tom Curran have done so far. Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, Owen Morgan kind of intimated that that might be the case uh, at, the, at the end of the uh, the last one day up there in Palakelli. So, yeah, I expect uh, you know Sam Curran might might get a gig. Mark Wood might get a gig. Liam Plunkett's unlikely that he's going to travel all the way over here after his wedding um, just to play in the T20 um, on Sat Saturday, isn't it? On Saturday, so. Uh, yeah, I, I suspect England will shuffle the pack a little bit. Moeen Ali and Adil Rashid will both play, I think. You know, the, the, the more cricket that those two get under their belts, the better. Um, and the batting lineup, well, that will, that will pretty much stay the same. With Johnny Bairstow, we're still hearing, he's still struggling with that uh, turned ankle. So Alex Hales will get another chance to, uh, to try and lay a case for, for knocking Johnny Bairstow out on merit. Um, you know, when we, when we resume one day international cricket later on in the West Indies. Well, one of the names you spoke about, he's had a fantastic series so far, although he's only faced one ball with bat in hand. He's taken a bunch of wickets. And Moeen Ali caught up with Andrew McKenna following that fourth ODI win for England. Well, Moeen, England came to Sri Lanka to win a one-day series. You've won a one-day series. It's got to be a good feeling. Yeah, of course. I mean, uh, to come here as the number one side, there's a bit of pressure on you now. And uh, we performed OK, actually. We didn't... It's difficult with the conditions, obviously, with the weather and stuff, but uh, we did enough to win the series, yeah. Does that make it a better series win? Because there were actually very little flow to the series. It was stop-start. Some days you could practice, some days you couldn't. It actually makes it more difficult. Yeah, definitely. And like even in practice, sometimes it gets interrupted with the rain and um, some of the guys feel we haven't batted as much and bowl and stuff like that. But I think um, it just shows how good, how good we are as a side, that we've got players like Morgues playing really well and obviously Jason Roy. Um, and even the way we played last... Um, Towards the end of our innings today, I thought it was fantastic. We had to, couldn't afford to lose a wicket, and we were ahead of the duck with Lewis and um, just smart cricket like that. The adaptability of the side, being able to adjust to those conditions, that's a real strong key part of this, isn't it? Definitely, and it's something probably we lacked um, a few years ago, a couple of years ago, um, especially at the start of Morgie's era. But um, we've got some fantastic players, and it's important that we play all the series and we win all the series that we're playing in um, for this side that we have a lot of confidence and we want to not disturb that Sri Lanka are in a bit of a rebuilding phase at the moment so it's difficult to judge how good a win but any series is a good win isn't it? Definitely, um, it's international cricket it's never easy but um, I think the toss was big today I think toss is big in Sri Lanka with the weather at the moment and the conditions um, whether it's a night game or a day game so um, but you still have to go out and perform and um, it's something that we're doing You must be enjoying your bowling at the moment you're getting some decks with, with plenty of 
receptivity for what you're sending down. I mean, I felt a bit sorry for you uh, getting a couple of balls called wide that pitched a foot outside off stump and turned down leg side. Yeah, I was saying to the guys, sometimes it's not as easy to bowl on wickets like that. Um, it's nice to bowl on wickets like that, but it's not never quite straightforward as it should be. Um, like you say, some of the balls go down leg side and you're penalised for it, but it's obviously the way it is and um, you have to try and bowl a little bit different lead to when the wicket's obviously flatter and not doing as much and um, I'm very pleased with the way I'm bowling I don't feel like I'm bowling 100% yet in terms of how I feel but um, it's getting there slowly but surely So 3-0 up, one to come now to Colombo important to sign off in style and make sure that it's 4-0? 100% um, I think in, in the past we've sometimes won a series and we've let ourselves down by losing a game that we should win and um, we're definitely trying to rectify that in the last few years, uh, last couple of series. So um, hopefully we can go out there and uh, go for the win as well. You mentioned the form of Owen Morgan. He gave an interview a couple of weeks back. Said, "Well, I'd be prepared to drop myself, you know, if it was needed." You guys would never stand for that, would you? It seems to be he's, he's on top of his game. Yeah, and even if he wasn't scoring runs, I think his captaincy and his demeanour in the field is very, very important for that side. Being uh, one of the older players in the side and the experience he has and the calmness he shows just as a captain, I think, will um, get him in the side, no doubt. Um, but you're right, I mean, you can't, the way he's playing as well, it's, when he's playing like this, I feel like um, he's right up there with one of the best players in the world. Lots of talk about a World Cup next year. Does this series win have any relevance to that going forward? Yeah, definitely. I mean, I think just playing, first of all, Sri Lanka on, on wickets that are different. And sometimes we, um, definitely in the Champions Trophy semi-final, the wicket was um, a little bit slow and spun a bit and stuff. And sometimes we get, that's when we get caught out a little bit as a side. And I feel just experience playing on these wickets with the skills that we have, with, with the backup bowlers, backup batters that come in. And um, it's, always, it's always a great experience for uh, the players. And we that's one thing we need to get really good at is playing on wickets that are not as flat as probably in England sometimes I know the World Cup would be in England but sometimes you come across wickets that are probably slow and going to spin and stuff like that especially in big tournaments so we need to get better at that I know players and coaches you always have work-ons is that the, the work-on do you think for this team? Definitely when, when it doesn't quite suit our team um, we want to be a team that can win in all, con- all conditions, all wickets and stuff like that. And I think we are definitely going there. Um, I just feel that we, we still can get better. I still feel we can get better here. Uh, I know it's been stop and start sort of series, but uh, we can perform a little bit better than we have been done in, even in this series. That has been uh, one of the features of this rain-interrupted ODI series, but the fact that they actually haven't had a lot of batting time, have they? I mean, Stokes had one innings. Ali, as I say, his face to delivering was out. Uh, I don't think Butler's even walked to the crease, yet, if, if memory serves. Um, I mean, it's just how it is, really, isn't it? Yeah, Joss had that. What he had, 28, didn't he, in the um, in the first of the or the second of the rain interrupted games in Dambulla. I think he was trying to hold the fort when Malinga was uh, running amok um, at the back end of England's innings. But other than that, he hasn't he hasn't had the chance to get out there. Listen, it's it, two reasons. Extremely frustrating, I suppose. Though the weather has been shocking. We're hearing that it might be bad again. Um, in Colombo tomorrow but thankfully there's a reserve day uh, for that game and, and the other side of it is yes frustrations with the weather but mainly the frustrations with the quality of the opposition um, you know, I don't mean to be rude but this Sri Lanka side are, are not in the same parish as England um, in terms of uh, giving them a, a, real, a real run for their money so um, it's difficult to take an enormous amount from it apart from um, you know 
just seeing that the attitude of this team and these players uh, seems to be uh, seems to be the best that I've ever seen in an England side. Um, simply because you know that they've had the frustration. It'd been easy just to have um, written off the tour and, and said it doesn't really matter. You know the weather keeps ruining everything. But these guys are, are keen as mustard to get out there, play. Even if it's like it, it turns out to be a, a 15-over game, they're jumping through hoops to get out there and play and practice. Um, and it's great to see because you know, come the World Cup next year, there are going to be periods of adversity. There are going to be games that are short, shortened by the weather. There are going to be all kinds of things that, that get thrown at them. Um, and that sort of uh, how can I put it? That's togetherness, really, um, and the willingness to kind of work for each other and, and, and go through, um, you know, frustrations, etc., and come out the other side is something that will stand them in good stead when the going gets tough in that World Cup. Some news overnight: Rangana Harath, uh, the uh, only international cricketer that was playing last century, will retire. Not at the end of the series, as many expected, but after the first Test match at Gore. That would be his farewell. Uh, Sri Lankans like doing that, don't they? Kumar Sangakkara, he retired midway through a series. It seems to be the way Sri Lankans go about their business. But, you know, when you consider his success as a bowler, and yet he was in Murali's, you know, wings for so many years. You imagine, actually, it could be him at the top of the uh, pecking order when it comes to international wickets if he'd been able to play for <laughs> the 10 years or so that he was out the side because of Murali. Yeah, um, you're absolutely right. I mean, I think it's going to be his 100th appearance at, at Gaul, so good place to go. I, I also sort of rumour has it that he's been trying to retire now for the last, you know, for the last year or so. And so finally, I think he and the, the board have managed to come to some sort of an agreement as to, as to when, you know, Her Herath desperate to go, the board desperate to keep him. And they said, well, I'll compromise and we'll play uh, that test match at Gaul, which is bound to be an absolutely raging Bunsen. Oh. So, you know, don't count, uh, don't count against him taking an absolute hatful of wickets in that test match to say goodbye with. Every day from England's Sri Lanka tour, it's following on from Talk Sport. Yeah, hold that, please. Level five. Thank you. Ah, you must be one of our new interns. Yeah, hi, nice to meet you. Hi. Now, the most important thing to know is to Ertzen the Biparcel Rise plug sale. The most important thing is what? Sorry. The single most important thing is to Ertzen the Channelized Bimbingus at the Biparcel Rise plug sale, and you'll be fine. Uh, yeah, that sounds important. Does work chattel sound like gibberish to you? Find collaborative articles with tips from the LinkedIn community to help you get through those tricky conversations. Making work make sense? LinkedIn knows how. As a person with a very deep voice, I'm hired all the time for advertising campaigns. But a deep voice doesn't sell B2B. And advertising on the wrong platform doesn't sell B2B either. That's why if you're a B2B marketer, you should use LinkedIn ads. LinkedIn has the targeting capabilities to help you reach the world's largest professional audience. That's right. Over 70 million decision makers all in one place. All the big wigs, then medium wigs. Also small wigs who are on the path to becoming big wigs. Okay, that's enough about wigs. LinkedIn ads allows you to focus on getting your B2B message to the right people. So, does that mean you should use ads on LinkedIn instead of hiring me, the man with the deepest voice in the world? Yes. Yes, it does. Get started today and see why LinkedIn is the place to be to be. We'll even give you a $100 credit on your next campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash results to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash results. Terms and conditions apply. Botox Cosmetic, out of botulinum toxin A. FDA approved for over 20 years. So talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, visit BotoxCosmetic.com. 
or call 877-351-0300. Remember to ask for Botox Cosmetic by name. To see for yourself and learn more, visit BotoxCosmetic.com. That's BotoxCosmetic.com. Andrew McKenna popped along to the Prima Dasa today uh, to get reaction and also hear from uh, a member of the England camp. Mark, been a while since you've had a run out. You've got, of course, a game in the uh, the opening game of the tour. Two for 38 then. Does it feel like it's been a while, though, since you've been out in the middle? Uh, yeah, it does. Obviously, when you're not playing, um, the when you're away on tour, it can seem like uh, longer than when you're at home and maybe you're not playing. Um, it, it's sometimes hard to, to watch when you're not in the team, but um, it's been great to see we're doing well and uh, your friends um, doing the business on the field and um, nine sort of wins in a row uh, for series is a great achievement and it's nice to have been a part of that and hopefully I can finish strong and push my case for future tours. Given how many games you've missed in the last few years, is it harder for you to be on the sidelines? Because you find yourself really chomping at the bit to be back out there. It is harder but no one's guaranteed a, a place in the team so um, we've got sort of absolute backlog of ball and that um, is pretty impressive anyone that's sort of come in has done the business um, last summer in England I was pretty hitty missy that was games I did well games I didn't do so well I guess that's the nature of international cricket but um, when you get a chance you've got to try and keep your spot because you know those guys waiting in the wings so um, it's my turn this game to hopefully try and um, keep my spot you mentioned that lineup. I mean the seam bowling options for England at the moment are just incredible mm, yeah we've got a good a, a real good mix I guess um, I mean David Willey's not even here he's in the mix um, Liam Plunkett's just come back from, from a wedding and is up to speed now so I'm sure he'll be there or thereabouts um, the two current brothers are doing well Ollie Stone started brilliant in his international career looks a real threat um, and someone that's going to be a handful in the future and then Chris Wokes has missed a uh, consistency so um, plenty plenty there and then of course not forgetting Stokes he, you sort of count him out because he's um, an all-rounder but he He's vital to the balance of the team and also a bowler that can get you um, wickets whenever we need it. There's that phrase, England have been crying out apparently for a bowler to bowl 90 miles an hour. We've now got two of them in this squad. I mean, it's a great place to be. It is. Um, if, I mean, it'd be interesting if we play together. I think the the rule of this side is that probably only one of us would play as a, as a bowler that would do that. Um, but it'll be nice if one day we get a chance together and um, create a bit of fire from both ends, I guess. It, it's got to be sort of, uh, almost like the good news, bad news joke for you because Ollie Stone's come in, he's done really well but like you say, there might be only one spot available so as a teammate, you're looking on thinking brilliant, well done mate, you, you're doing cracking there's got to be a part of you that thinks oh, I wish that was me Yeah, there is that part of you um, when I, like when I, I've known Stoney for a while we were on the um, fast bowlers camp together in South Africa he's a great lad um, and there's no bitterness or anything towards him but from your own point of view you're the one that wants to be in the team and you're the one that wants to be um, taking the wickets and, and doing the business so um, I guess it, I mean I've been working really hard in the nets to try and prove my case again um, I've been trying to bowl um, quickly I've been trying to work on my skills so that if I was called upon I was ready um, I think it's a it's a tough situation to be in where um, we're so close to a World Cup Um and, and things that I'd, I'd be lying if I said that I didn't have an eye still on there. I'm, I've, last winter I put in some good performances in Australia, um, some good some good performances in the in the summer. Um, so 
uh, I need to continue that these two winter tours leading into the World Cup to try and keep my spot in that, in that squad altogether, never mind just the team. So now that you are going to get a go in the next game, do you almost have to tell yourself, just do what you do, don't, if you like, don't overdo it, don't, don't sort of put too much on yourself because actually you'll perform less well if you do that? And I'm a bit prone to that actually, um, trying a bit too hard at times or maybe trying too much. So um, I'll speak to Chris Silverwood and, and um, the other fast bowlers that's in the team at the time, assess the situation at the time. Um, I, I think yeah, the key is, like you say, not trying too much or, or trying too hard or, or, or trying to be that, um, force my way into the team and stay there. I think um, if I can, often I produce my best stuff when I'm relaxed and having fun on the field. So if I can get that relaxed, um, happy, joyful, um, taking the mickey, having fun with me friends if I can get that going then I think I'll do alright I know you were frustrated in the fact that you went to the IPL but only got one game but you got obviously to mix in and around those circles talk to players how much of an advantage do you feel that has been going forward and and have you been able to to bring any of those skills and techniques that you learnt there into situations like this I have Um, so I mean criticism criticism I had during the winter in Australia and um, New Zealand was that when I was bowling with pace on the ball, I was doing all right. But when I was bowling with slower balls and stuff, it, it wasn't um, it wasn't good enough. Ultimately, I got dropped from the 2020 side because um, my variations weren't good enough. So when I went to the IBL, um, I spoke with a lot of the Indian bowlers. Shane Watson was there, um, DJ Bravo. So there was people there who I could pick little things off. And I've been working on different slower balls little things in here and there I mean it's not like I'm going to run in and bowl a different slower ball every ball but it's been trying to see how they go about things when's the right time to bowl it what kind of field they would have and things like that and I think picking up little things I mean it honestly it sounds like nothing but just speaking to people and picking up little maybe just one field change maybe just or instead of bowling a slower ball straight you should bowl it a bit wider make them fetch it like just knowing the right times to bowl and it sounds like nothing and like you think oh well an international cricketer should know that but these lads have been doing it all around the world consistently and at the top level and if if I could just pick one out of, I mean they might say 10 things and I might think 9 of them are absolute rubbish but if I pick up that one thing that um, works for me then and that's what I can take forward and I feel like I mean, it's not like a quick fix. It's not like you bowl a different slow ball and all of a sudden it, it's a world beater because people start to pick up on it and things like that. So um, it's something I'm still working on, um, but I feel like I've got one or two sort of new tricks that I'm that I'm trying to, trying to better myself with. Andrew McKenna there. So, Butch, uh, well, uh, we've done the circuit of the uh, the markets. We've been through the industrial area. We've been through the dry fish area. Now we're in the uh, fruit and veg market. Do you know what? In a way, if you took away the lorries and the vans from this place, you know, this is what London probably was like about 100 years ago, around one of the big markets. Everyone seems to be busy, loads of people shouting, loads of people lugging stuff around. I mean, there's some seriously hard work going on around here. It's, uh, it's, quite, it's, it's where you, you've got to go to whenever you go somewhere new. You've got to go to the, the markets. It's, uh, it's, it's almost like going back in time. Yeah, um, amazing colours as well. Uh, great smells here in the in the fruit and veg part. Anyway, I'm, I'm more than happy to stay in here for the rest of the day. Um, yeah, and wonderful. Just uh, these people, they don't mind a bit of hard work, do they? They're not shy of it. That's for sure. Brilliant stuff. But shall I let you go and buy some? Uh, well, whatever this fruit and veg is. That's pretty much all we've got time for for today's following on. Tomorrow's show will be a full review of the fifth and final ODI from Colombo with highlights, reaction and the last word on the series from the likes of Butcher, Mark Nicholas and Darren Goff. 
This has been following on to never miss an episode. Be sure to subscribe either on Apple Podcasts or your favourite podcast app. See you tomorrow. This has been the following on podcast from TalkSport. Hello. I love Kumar. Yeah, hold that, please. Level five. Thank you. Ah, you must be one of our new interns. Yeah, hi. Nice to meet you. Hi. Now, the most important thing to know is to Ertz and the Biparsal Rise plug sale. The most important thing is what? Sorry. The single most important thing is to Ertz and the Channelized Bimbingus of the Biparsal Rise plug sale, and you'll be fine. Uh, yeah, that sounds important. Does work chat all sound like gibberish to you? Find collaborative articles with tips from the LinkedIn community to help you get through those tricky conversations. Making work make sense? LinkedIn knows how.